Hey guys, welcome to On The DL. I'm your host, Mary Regan Bullock, where it's all about your West High athletes and giving you the behind the scenes. It's a deeper dive into how these amazing athletes have persevered through an injury. Here I have with me is Hunter Johnson. Hunter is a senior here at West and is an athletic sensation. With soccer as her main sport, she also thrived in basketball for many years and can pick up any sport in a blink of an eye. Last year, she tore ACL and is here to talk about her journey through her injury. Thanks for being with me here today, Hunter. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning. What started up your love for soccer? I think it was my brother. He played before I could walk, so I just kind of jumped into what he liked to do, and I loved it. So, Yeah, and how old's your brother? He is 19, about to turn 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, you played crush club soccer. When did that all start up? So I started at AYSO when I was like four, but then okay. I went, I just started playing club probably when I was like seven and then just kept playing from there. Mm-hmm. Went to crush when I was like nine or something. So I've been there for a long time. <laughs> yes. And so you also played middle school and high school soccer. What have you learned and loved about both of those teams? Just, I guess, teamwork and, like, leadership skills. Because I kind of, I would go in and coaches would just, I don't know, they kind of took a liking to me early. So it kind of, they uh, they looked to me to, like, lead the team kind of. So I guess just leadership skills. Yeah. And so who would you say is your role model or, like, what made you want to play soccer? anyone on that U.S. women's soccer team. Really? Yeah, all the ones growing up, like Carly Lloyd, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapay, all and of them. Did you just watch them, like, when you were younger? Like, you watch all their games, or...? Not all of them, but, yeah, a good bit. Mm-hmm. I, they were just fun to watch. They just looked like they were having fun. Like, it wasn't, like, a job for them. So, I like that. Yeah, of course, of course. So, you're in outside back... Yes. Correct. Yes. Can you explain to me what that is? I don't know much <laughs> about soccer, so. Um, yeah, so you usually have four in the back, so I'm one of the two outsides. I usually play left. I don't know why, I just like left better. doesn't really matter. But, yeah, you just, it's a lot of running. You run up and down the field a lot. Um, I don't know. You, you kind of just have to be fast and be able to keep up with people, so. And I bet you have to stay in shape <laughs> 24-7. Yeah. Yep. Um, so your West career before your injury, so your 2020 season, so that was your sophomore year, correct? Yes. yes. So you were ranked 34th in the state of Tennessee before your injury. Wow. Which is pretty impressive, <laughs> I honestly. <didn't> know that. <laughs> and you made all of your school soccer teams with tryouts and all mm-hmm. of that. Um and Coach Vandenberg, the West High coach, what um, what have you enjoyed working under him? He um, he always, like, he saw potential in me when I was tiny. Like, freshman and sophomore year, I was tiny. Probably barely weighed, like, 105 pounds. Super scrawny. So, like, him seeing that and not, like, discouraging me helped a lot. Because, I mean, I played mostly JV my freshman year. And I thought that was so unfair, but looking back at it now, I was too small to play varsity. <laughs> and then sophomore year, I grew a little bit, and he, he put me in. And I think it was like the beard and gay. He just he realized that I probably should be, but 
he never like discouraged me. He was always like, you'll get there. Like, I promise it's not your, it's not cause you're bad. It's just, you need growth. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And that's, but, that's always good for a coach to lift you up yeah. instead of tearing you down. Yeah. He never once said anything discouraging to me. That's awesome. And so it was not just soccer. You also played basketball as well as swimming. So talk to us a little bit about your basketball and swimming career. <laughs> uh, beard and middle basketball. That was a highlight of my life. Also. No, I'm kidding. But it was just, it was more just like fun and a winter sport to keep me in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was always athletic growing up, so playing basketball was kind of came to me. Yeah. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but I never once saw it going anywhere for me, so. Yeah. Yeah. And did that end up going into your soccer season at West, and that was why, like, you didn't play anymore? Or was it just, that's a phase of my life <laughs> that I just need to... I think it was more of a phase, because I knew I wanted to play soccer, like, in the long run, mm-hmm. and... I think basketball was going to, like, keep me from soccer a little bit. So I just decided, you know what, beard and middle, and that's it. So <laughs> so we're now going to talk about your injury. Um, so this was during your senior year soccer tryouts. Yes. Um, what exactly happened? We're, we're starting a scrimmage, and I was, like, guarding a freshman. And she, like... I was, like, behind her, and she took a touch around to the left. So I took a step, and my knee just gave out. It just popped, like, three times and then just gave out. And it didn't really hurt, which is surprising because you hear about ACL tears, and it's, like, the most painful thing in the world. It didn't really hurt. So I tried to get up again, took a step, gave out, couldn't walk. Tried to get up again, gave out, couldn't walk. So I just kind of sat there, and I was like, all right, guess I'm going to sit here for a minute. And then... Um, my brother, who was helping out with tryouts, and one of his friends, Alec Mag- Alex Magnuson, came over and they were like, what happened? Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I just need a minute. And then they, like, walked me off to the side, and I was sitting there. And I think sitting on the side, like, watching everybody play, that's when it hit me that I probably tore my ACL. Holy cow. So... Did you go straight to the doctor after that? or? So I was sitting there for a minute, and I knew I needed to see the trainer, Michelle, first before mm-hmm. a doctor because she always sets up doctor's appointments. So me and my brother walked down there, and I was fine walking at that point. Not good walking, but I could walk a little bit. So mm-hmm. I walked down there, and she, like, asked me what happened, and then she, like, stepped out of the room, called my mom, and called the doctor and came back in and was like, all right, you have a doctor's appointment at 1 p.m. today. And it was like 10.30 a.m. And I was like, oh, that quick. Okay. <laughs> so that that's when it, like, really scared me. I started, like, shaking because I was like, uh, no, I can't, this can't happen. I need yeah. to play. But I know. I bet that was really nerve-wracking when Michelle came in and was like, yeah, so we need to see the doctor, like, right now. Very. Um, so what did the... I'm guessing you went to KOC? Yes. Um, what did the doctor tell you right when you came to visit? Uh, he just, he explained. So we did a x-ray, and then he, like, tugged on my knee. And if you've ever had a knee injury, you know the tugging thing that they do. But he just, like, sat down and explained to me the three things that it could be. 
It was either I tore my meniscus, tore my ACL, or I just had a very, very bad bone bruise. Like, knee popped out of place and bruised my bone. And I was like, all right, that's the best option. So I'm going to go with that's what happened. Mm -hmm. So we set up an MRI, and I didn't find out until, like, two weeks later what actually happened. But, yeah, he just explained what it could be. And I was hoping for the best, but... Yeah. And what were you doing in those two weeks waiting for that news? I bet that was very anxiety-filled or just stressful, just wanting those results. Just, yeah, I got put on crutches, and I didn't want to use them at all. That was probably the most frustrating part, because I was just having to hobble around on crutches, and I every time somebody asked me what happened, I, I didn't have an answer. So it was just mm-hmm. kind of frustrating, because I had to like actually explain what happened instead of just saying, like, what's hurt yeah but and did you have to have surgery from that ACL injury yes oh goodness so when was that surgery scheduled after you figured out that news it was scheduled two weeks from the no three weeks from the day I found out so I had to wait a while okay Okay, and I googled this. I don't know if it's the same for you, but um, usually after surgery, a recovery takes nine months, and then it takes 12 months for an athlete to return back to their sport. What exactly was your situation? So my doctor told me it was six to nine months. Okay. So I knew I was not going to be playing in the high school season, but um, I was... Right on that six-month mark, like six months to the day, I got cleared. But then he said it would take two to three months to get me actually in a game again. And so I haven't played yet. I'm still scared. But, yeah, it's six to nine months. So. And what was that mindset, like, running through your head when, that, when the doctor was like, hey, you got to wait this long plus this many more months? Yeah, I just I just started bawling crying in the doctor's office. There was nothing else to do. I was so just mad. Mm-hmm. It was just anger and I I felt like just life was unfair. Like I just got dealt the bad hand there. So I know. And you being a crazy athlete, I've seen you I've played <laughs> with you and you're ridiculous. <laughs> but I know that's awful news to hear especially when you work so hard for a sport that you love what did your family do to help out or calm you down or just when you were even after surgery just at home what did they do I just kind of told them to not really talk about it and that's the only thing that like helped me Mm because talking about it just brought up bad emotions and I already knew what was going on they knew what was going on so we just kind of didn't talk about it and one about life as if it didn't happen. And that's mm-hmm. the only thing that really kept me calm. Because if, if that would have been running through my head, like, the entire time, uh, it would have been so bad. I get that. So when did you start going to physical therapy or just starting to move your knee just a little bit? Three days after surgery. Holy cow. <laughs> so that's recent recent recently Uh after a surgery Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was Mm -hmm. allowed some people start the day of but mine was on a Friday and I didn't get home till like 9 p.m so I started the next Monday okay and how did that feel 
oh, those first two months were so painful. Because, like, so within the first week, they want you to bend your knee to 90 degrees. And unless you've, like, had a joint that you can't move, it is the weirdest feeling. Because it's not necessarily painful. It just won't move. Like, you don't have the strength. The joint just won't. So, like, most of it was just, like, sitting there and, like, warming it up and strengthening my quad again. And then towards the end, he would just have to, like, he was like, okay, bend your knee as far as you can. And then he'd just bend it more until I was like, okay, stop. I'm tapping out. Done. But it wasn't ever painful. It was just uncomfortable. Yeah. And you would think 90 degrees, like, oh, that's simple. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> but. No, he had me. So I used to sit. I had to sit on the ground with my back. And I'd be up against, like, a door or a wall, and I'd have socks on. And I would just have to let gravity, like, bend my legs for me. Mm-hmm. And my right heel could touch my butt. Left one would just be stuck, like, way up there. And I was like, ugh, it sucks. And walking, your leg, like, stays straight. So you can't walk until you get some bend, and it's yeah. super weird. And I bet just because that's, like, a normal day-to-day thing. You never think about Mm -hmm. your joints moving until you can't move them. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah, it's super weird. And um, who did you do physical therapy through? Mick Larrabee. Okay. So he has helped you a lot. Have you? Do you still go to him now? Yes. I. Until I get in a game, I think I'll still see him. And I'll probably still see him when I'm starting to play again. Mm -hmm. But... I think part of me doesn't want to, like, leave because it's been, like, the only thing. Like, for a while, that was the only workout I could do. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, I'd be so happy coming home because it, like, stimulated that activity. So I just like seeing Mick, and he's helped my knee a lot. So, yeah, yeah. I still go. And what exactly are you doing during those sessions with him? Now it's just pure strengthening, strengthening my quad, hamstring, calf, everything around my knee mm-hmm. just to help it move again. So, And when you were out with your lower body, did you ever work your upper body or were you just so focused on getting your ACL like back to normal? Sometimes. So about two months after I got like a Y membership and I couldn't do much with my legs so I would work out my arms a little bit but nothing crazy okay so you missed your whole senior season through this ACL tear what was your mentality that kept you positive when missing this season so I was named captain which helped a lot because I still had a role on the team and I was still able to lead off the field and so a lot of the players called me coach this year, and so it was. I was kind of like a player coach, and so like when players felt like uncomfortable or like they played bad and they didn't want to go to the coach about it, they'd come to me, and I would just kind of like talk them up, tell them what I saw and everything. So how are you still a leader and a captain when being on the sideline? I'd yell a lot. Not really at the players, mostly just like at the refs because I'd get mad. But it's valid. <laughs> but like when players would come off and like they'd be frustrated or anything, I'd kind of like take them to the side and just like talk to them and be like, "You played well. Like here's what I saw." And then if they didn't agree with me or something, they'd feel more comfortable talking back to me and talking through the game than they would with any coach. So I was kind of like a player coach type person. I don't know. 
Yeah. And the team coming to you, how did that make you feel with the team? Like still? Definitely still made me feel part of the team because there are a lot of times that I didn't and I was just a person on the sideline. But it helped because I got to still help and I still got to lead even though I wasn't on the field leading. Mm-hmm. And how did Coach Vandenberg still make you feel like you're part of that One West, like, soccer <laughs> family? He just kept me in everything, like, involved me in everything, had me do a couple halftime talks, fun stuff like that. So fun. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no, it was, it was fine. I would just, I like talking one-on-one better than the entire team. Mm-hmm. But when it, when it was needed, I did it, so... And I bet those underclassmen definitely looked up to you as a role model. I would hope so. What made you push to make yourself better? Because I know there's a lot of bumps in the road, highs and lows. What, when you were down, what made you get back up? Oh, God. God. I get, I would say physical therapy and just working out. Because... It didn't, like, stimulate the exact same thing that soccer would, but it was close. And activity, Mm -hmm. like, just helps a lot. And you could ask my mom this, like, I go go two, three days without working out, and I am in a terrible mood. Like, I'm I'm so grumpy and mean and agitated. So I just had to, like, keep doing something even when I couldn't, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And what mindset do you think has changed from – pre to post injury do you think as an athlete and just as a person I guess like how hard I work because before I worked hard but it wasn't like anything insane and I didn't like I just worked hard to work hard and it kind of this taught me that like working towards something is way better than just working to work Mm -hmm. so yeah I guess I don't know yeah no that's a great way to change and move on from something like that um so are you now playing club soccer because it is club season yes so are you playing through crush because I know that there was a problem with players and Uh, we're trying to play we have I think 12 people right now so we have a full team with one sub so yeah we have a few games scheduled um yeah playing practicing all of it. It sounds like our WBBL team in the size. We only had like one or zero. Oh, subs. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's exciting, though, that you're getting back into that groove, especially before college coming up. Yes. Um, which I bet you're very thankful for. Yes. Um, but college plans since we're on the mm. topic. So what are you thinking about for next fall? I'm not going to play soccer. Okay. I decided that. Okay. And what made you decide that? So I had kind of decided it before this whole injury thing happened. That I didn't want to play. And then I found out I tore my ACL and I was like, I'm going to play. I can't be done yet. Blah, blah, blah. Because I didn't think I was going to play club. I didn't think there was going to be a team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I-, I need to play again. So I started that recruitment process again. And then I just kind of realized that it was a lot. Like, I had talked to so many players, and it was, like, a full-time job for them. And it's not that, like, I'd want 
to necessarily go D1, but I'd want to go D1. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the schools I was talking to, it was going to be a whole lot of work. And I was just thinking about it, and then I just got very discouraged and kind of stopped. And then I made my decision that I didn't want to play. Yeah. So what colleges were you talking to before during that recruitment process? I had a few emails back and forth with, like, South Alabama State or something like that. A few emails with UTC, Carson, or, yeah, Carson Newman. Nothing like an offer, but it was like talking about camps and coming to see me play and stuff. And it was the Alabama State email that kind of killed me because he like asked when he could come see me play. And I was like, oh, that's going to be six months, dude. Yeah, I get that. So I know that you've been talking about UT, App State, Clemson, Auburn, etc. Are you thinking about a set college now or yes I think I've decided app state but I need to see how much financial aid I get yes and if it's not there it's UT but I'm pretty sure I'm going app state that's so exciting I am very excited I can see you going to app state like a hundred percent it's so it's so cool there (laughs) (laughs) so um what would you be majoring in uh I'd be like so I'd get a minor in exercise science, and then I'd have to go to grad school for physical therapy. Okay, so you're still veering towards the sports, yes. medicine, that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay, that's awesome. So the overall question, um, what is one thing looking back on your injury that you will take forward into the rest of your life? I guess I would say never taking things for granted. Because before, I didn't necessarily take it for granted, but... It was like, this is something that I will always have. I always thought of soccer as like an outlet for like bad emotions. Like that was my way to get stuff out. And then when that got taken away, it was like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I have nothing. So like, just, I guess I took that part of it for granted. Cause it's something I thought I'd always have. No matter where I went, I could always go outside and juggle a soccer ball or go to a goal and just kick around but I couldn't Mm -hmm. so it was hard to manage that so of course well thank you so much for your time you're welcome